I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We're still not afraid to catch fields, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller and Luke Moore's here. All right. Jim Campbell's opposite me. Howdy. Petey Donaldson. You said poppers at me. Yeah. I'm having it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We've beaten the beast from the east. We have, we're still here. And everyone's bestie from the westie, Jim Campbell's looking radiant. Hi. You all right, mate? I feel radiant. It's all, right. it's all right in London, Marcus, but remember, in Scotland, the northeast and northwest, it's still a little snowy, all right? So have some respect yeah. for people elsewhere in the UK and further afield. And when he means northeast and northwest, he doesn't mean like Cockfosters <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Rickmansworth. Mm. He means the north. East and west of England. Exactly. Yeah, mm. I don't speak on behalf of Anyone. the whole of the United Kingdom. I said mm. the four. Well, hang on a minute. If that's not the. You don't. Yeah. What? Yeah. You told me you were the mayor of the UK and you well, said no one can dethrone you. I would. <laughs> Debag him. <laughs> I was in Eastbourne on the weekend. Lovely time. There's not a drop of snow down there. No. no. Mm. I mean, right. very. I mean, on the coast, isn't it? Practically in your castle, um, isn't it? That? Which is surprising, though, because I know they've had snow in Kent and snow in Hampshire. So it's surprising it's missed out a bit of. Uh, is it East Sussex or West Sussex? East Sussex, I think. One of them. Yeah. Um, Does it just not snow wherever you are because you're the king of Surrey? <laughs> yeah. He melts it all. <laughs> he cuts with through his, it. With his radiant. I was worried it I was, was very much get... snowy in London when I was here. Yeah. I was worried I was going to get sunburnt because of the sun coming out and reflecting off the snow because my my um, my skin is that pale. I was apres ski. I was drinking schnapps all weekend. Yeah. Wee! Yeah. Yeah, well, you'd be doing that anyway. I know, I know. Somebody, uh, uh, John, <laughs> our good friend John, uh, posted a picture of this new drink in Russia that's um, pure vodka in a can, but it's carbonated vodka. Wow. I don't. Now, there's all those sensations, like liquor-wise. I would be happy to try and just. Well, I'd be happy to try any liquor. I'll try it, really, yeah. but. Yeah. I'm fascinated about how, yeah. what the tongue feel is on that. I, I, I can imagine it's like that Potence. bit in The Simpsons where um, <laughs> Abe Simpson has a taste of Buzz Cola and it like, basically burns his mouth. <laughs> well, pe- people say that if they give up sugar no, um, for a, a decent amount of time or whatever, then when they take a little bit of sugar, it's mind-blowing. Oh, really? Should we talk about football? Orgasmic. Yeah. Indeed. Swansea yeah. City, they were orgasmic, weren't they? <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, well, don't know, it's not down like that. Marcus, <laughs> Marcus just sits there poised, ready for a... I'll take that as a link. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they were very good. What do we think yeah. of the new um, the new um, kid on the block, if you like? The 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 heavily personality-driven Carlos Carver, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoying it. Rock and ruddy roll. I yeah. love it. You can actually poke him and say, go on, do, do, be weird. Yeah, yeah. Went, Pull his little string. Do something weird. You, be weird. And he just did. He just did Stepped it. It's like up. Pete, isn't it? Like, no, like, yeah, you just wind him up and watch him go. Yeah. I don't really get on. Yeah, you would. would. Swigging yeah. fizzy vodka. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely old job. Gary Lineker enjoyed saying his full name, didn't he? Yeah. He did. 
Carlos, blah, 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 Carvial. Is it because Gary Lineker speaks a bit of Spanish, so he thinks he can get involved? His Spanish is very good, I think. Yeah, no, but he, he's, he's just trying to lord it up on national TV in, no, front, think, of, in front of the country. He's just saying a man's name, isn't I think he? Gary's <laughs> name isn't in a different language. Gary Lineker has seen the personality, the, the personality stakes raised by old Carlos, and he's yeah. thought, I'm going to have a go. Get a bit, yeah. I'll grab on the coat to. Jim, you, are, you, are, you are right, but Gary, and I don't mind Gary at all, but he does love to, he does love to roll out the Spanish when he gets an opportunity, doesn't he? Yeah. And I think when Marcus. I'm about to big you up, so. Um, when Marcus inevitably gets the match of the day gig, I don't think there'll be that much arrogance. <laughs> I think he'll bring it back. To, I think he'll bring it yeah. back to be in a show about the people for the people. <laughs> I'll bring it back down to the trenches. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, never, you never see Gary do any Japanese when he talks about uh, the Japanese football. No, he? because well, when we get the first Japanese manager, maybe he will. <laughs> no, because it's, because it's much harder. <laughs> we, we've had somebody though come from Japan. Yeah, we had in the league, and we may talk about well, him in a moment. You know, this this Swansea win, fantastic win for them. I mean, it's almost gets to the point, and this is a huge compliment to Swansea, it gets to the point that this is what we expected them now under Carvial mm-hmm. because they who almost essentially jumped their way up into mid-table almost now because yeah. it's mm-hmm. so truncated down there. But um, I'm interested in what this means for West Ham yes. because there was almost around sort of Christmas and New Year time, there was a feeling that Moyes was starting his, his, his tenure so well it was like, oh, yeah, that'll, that'll be fine now because Moyes is a good operator and he's back. And, you know, that Sunderland and May night thing was a bit of an aberration and it's going to be fine. It's not fine, is it? No. <laughs> I think this... Because that's the second 4-0 defeat, 4-1 defeat in a row. It's happening again, David. <laughs> yeah. this, if you weren't properly listening, this could sound like a compliment. But the thing with West Ham is that they can concede every type of goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, they really do. Because if you look at the stats in that game, sort of like, you know, shot, shots fired... Um, mm. corners, possession, everything was actually quite close, but mm. Swansea won 4-1 because West Ham would just gift you goals. David Moyes was very annoyed in his post-match interview. He started talking about um, the, the set-piece goals they conceded, which I can imagine would be annoying for a manager like Moyes because they're the things you that feel like they're easily avoidable. He can do the basics. Yeah, or he, he he should, his, his that's what he should be able to do. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I mean, yeah. the, the penalty was one of the clumsiest penalties I've ever seen. He might as well have like knocked a pan of boiling water on him. Like, he just, <laughs> just got his feet caught up and decked him. Yeah. <laughs> Rolled a big boulder at the centre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it was a great win for Swansea because they lost 4-1 to Brighton. Mm. The other, the other game, I think their last league game. Yeah. And then to get straight back on the wagon and win for one to yeah. go on the front foot so so um, readily after yeah. that defeat, it shows you perhaps the personality of Carvial that he can pick up the players and say, right, come on. And they've only lost once in their past th- uh, in the past thirteen matches in, in all competitions. And, and before Carvial took over, they earned thirteen points from twenty matches. They've won 14 points from eight matches since mm. he's been there. It shows you the, the impact. I mean, we've talked about the impact before, but that, it, for mm. me, it was the, the, the bouncing back. Absolutely, because, I mean, when, when it's that tight, um, confidence is such a sort of, you know, kind of precarious thing Oh yeah. Uh, when, it, when it's so, so tight down there. I mean, is it, well, West Ham themselves are still only sort of three points uh, above the relegation zone, and they're up in 14th. You know, we've been saying this all season. Mm. This doesn't seem to be changing, does it? It's like no. there's not really anyone pulling away, which is interesting. Yeah, you so can't... have to just keep... Fighting and bouncing well, back. Of course, I mean, obviously, you know, <laughs> tactics, organisation, and all the rest of it come into play. But when you look at a lot of those teams down there, there's not a huge difference in in the in the quality of the squads. There's there's, there's maybe not too many teams where you're looking at them and saying, "Well, for crying out loud, they should be challenging for the Europa League. They shouldn't be languishing down there." But confidence is such a such a crucial thing. Well, and beating way, Liverpool one nil in January probably helped as well. Of I course, guess, yeah. yeah. But it's those kind of. You're absolutely right. Those kind of. Res- I mean, keeping a clean sheet against Liverpool for crying out loud. Yeah. yeah. You know, Carvey out. That's something to hang your hat on. Mm. You can say we did that. 
build on those little victories, and, and it's it's those little milestones. Caviar, Caviar is a good example of uh, how it's important to match the right manager with the team. Yeah, because. I, I remember when he took the job, I remember thinking, I think he will improve them, but I don't know if he'd improve them enough. Now, obviously, I was wrong there because he's improved them a great deal. But this is a guy who who couldn't quite, I know he was unlucky, I know he came very close, but couldn't quite achieve his ambition for Sheffield Wednesday. Yet, people raised their eyebrows when he was appointed as a Premier League manager. But it's about the, the match. And and a great example on the other end of the scale about the match is, is perhaps Sam Allardyce and Everton. It's, it's a terrible fit. And Marcus, you said last week about how their, their shortlist or the, the managers they went to before they went to Allardyce. It was, doesn't make any sense. Mm. And, and what we've seen with Allardyce, I don't know if we're going to talk about him later, but if we do, what we've seen is a um, a systematic reduction of expectations in quite a masterful way mm. by a manager who isn't equipped to be able to, to compete uh, or have enough fresh ideas to, to move a team who've spent an awful lot of money into the, to the upper echelons. echelon. Sorry. It's, it's, it's almost a complete polar opposite to what Carvey done at Swansea. Yeah, and if you take the example of Crystal Palace... They tried uh, Frank De Boer, didn't they, after what, mm. Allardyce himself. Mm. Now, De Boer had time to start off the season, so they obviously fancied trying a different approach. And when it became abundantly clear very, very early on that that wasn't going to happen, then they turned to someone like Roy Hodgson. Safe now, pair of hands, because they, like they, they, they get yeah. scared, don't they? Yeah, yeah. but also you can understand. understandably. Well, because if there's only a certain amount of managers mm. available, you need to get somebody quite quickly who knows the league. I think for someone like Crystal Palace, it's a little bit different to, say, Everton, for example, because uh, you wouldn't imagine Everton would uh, would be fighting relegation, whereas whereas Palace are, are down there and they haven't played Manchester United at the time of recording. But going back to the, back to the Swans and West Ham, they're both on 30 points. Um, David Moyes says that they, 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 they need three more wins and that should be enough to keep West Ham in the Premier League. But where will they get them? I mean, they play Burnley and Southampton at home next. Um, and it'll be interesting how West Ham respond because they had a nice thing going with Arnautovic and Chicharito. And Arnautovic particularly was was playing well. Now, this could just be a little blip and maybe they'll be OK. But you They've know, got some tough games, Marcus. They, they do have some they, tough they, games. And you do worry for them. I'm not saying that is the case, what Moyes has said, and 39 points will do it for them. But if, if we assume it is, then there's a lot of pressure on the next game at home to Burnley. And Burnley have been decent away from home this season. There's a lot of pressure on the home game against Stoke and the home game against Southampton. Because a lot of the other ones are very, very tough. Man United at home, uh, Chelsea away, Arsenal away, Manchester City at home. They've got a lot of tough games. They do, yeah. But, but you, 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 Man United you, at home. Yeah, maybe, not. <laughs> yeah. maybe that's the exception that proves the rule. But there, there, is, there is definitely a situation in, in the Premier League this season where every manager, with the exception of Pardew, will possibly be thinking... There's a lot of other bad teams around. We might be all right on that on that basis alone. Mm. True. And uh, and Carvial, this is the man who has stitched on the inside of his match day jacket. Carlos had a dream. See, is that nice. okay or is that a bit David Brent? Well, I think that the I think when he had that stitched in, it was he was from quite humble background in Portugal and so on, and a, a, a dream to to kind of get as a as a working football and a football manager. I mean, yeah. it is a bit David Brent. Is no it, doubt wasn't about it a that. song that Sheffield Wednesday fans sang? Oh, is that what I it think is? That might be the case. Oh, uh, okay. The article uh, I was reading, sure. they, they, they did it's a brand more than anything else. It could be Peter. Mm. Maybe, maybe it, yeah. Maybe it's just coincidental Portuguese menswear brand. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it was a present. I bought maybe a pair. It was. It was. I, it, I, it, I bought it, a three-piece suit from Korea, and uh, the brand was Butts. Nice. A U T Z. Butts. Nice. You've got a. Um, you've got a. Um, a monogrammed suit jacket. Not monogrammed. A. A. A, a message stitched into the back of a, of a suit jacket because I've seen it. Yeah. It says this is Peter's jacket. Yeah. <laughs> you can re- if you that. can read this, mm. you're too close. <laughs> and, and you know what? People would think the fact that Darnson having this is Pete's jacket stitched into a suit jacket um, would say that it's just a hands off for other people. It's mm. not. 
It's just to remind Pete that that's his own jacket. <laughs> because at three in the morning, he can, things can look a little bit askew. Yes. Okay, and can I can also say, I do understand, that based on what we said earlier about Lineker speaking Spanish, I understand that Carvio is Portuguese, not Spanish. I was saying that he likes to show off with his languages, mm. not that he can speak Portuguese as well, because as far as I understand, he can't. Okay, there we are. <laughs> I'm just, just, just fending off Twitter. Yeah, you, do, you do this show. <laughs> mate, Sorry, don't worry about, about it. Gonna look, don't worry about it. The email box is already just flooded yeah. with emails. About it's been, it's been slagging me off. Yeah, about five, because it's been five minutes since you made the mistake, so it's fine. Slagging me off. But you do think foreign languages are daft, don't you? Waste of time. Yeah, exactly. It's for people who haven't got anything interesting to say in English. (laughs) They just want to show off of other languages. What's the point? Oh, there we are. And Brighton did their survival hopes the world of good with a win against Arsenal. Glenn Mm. Murray with another goal. Should he be considered for the England jet? No, Marcus. (laughs) Look more. Um, If he were a centre-back... Yes. I would say yeah, or a, keeper, or a keeper. <laughs> if he was, if yeah. he was, if he, he's thirty-four yeah. and he plays for unfashionable Brighton, yeah. if he played for more fashionable Chelsea, mm-hmm. he'd be on that plane and, guaranteed. And no, Glenn, going to Russia for a month doesn't make you a non-dom. <laughs> 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 um, it was a fantastic win for Brighton, and, and you know it. what? I know we're going to turn this all into, into all about Arsenal because we're oh, argu- no, we're not. We're arguably witnessing the fall of an empire in front of our very eyes. An empire? Well, it is an empire, isn't it? A, a dynasty, a, a, a vampire, a dynasty, a very modest yeah. empire. Yeah, maybe, maybe, mm. but um, I, I think that any team, with the exception, and Jim may disagree with this, and that that'd be fine. But any team, with the exception of Stoke and West Brom, would have seen smelt blood to such an extent with Arsenal in this game, especially being at home, that they would have beaten them. Don't disagree at all. Um, you could see on the players' faces as they left the tunnel that they were nervous. They, they didn't look up for it. You could before a ball had been kicked. You could see that their head weren't, heads weren't right. I did, two years ago, that would have been a nailed on Arsenal win for me because they do, you know, because it's up, just they what they need, right? Up, yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just just to kind of paper over the cracks a little bit. But no, geez, Pete, you're absolutely right. And I, 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 I don't know if I said it last week or I, I definitely thought it last week. I thought in days gone by. This is exactly what Arsenal need. A trip away out of yep. London, way yep. out away from home, promoted to team. a promoted team, and you think, Pete, you're absolutely right. They'd have won that about 3-0. I, I don't and know gone, I, what are you worried about? I don't know if I said it, but I definitely thought it that Brighton would win 2-1. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah, you yeah. Did. I, I heard you think it. Yeah. <laughs> something, That's something, the old telepathy for you. Something incredibly um, characteristic of Arsenal's play, and obviously we, we should talk about Brighton as well, is it seems like whenever an Arsenal player's on the ball, they're surrounded by players trying to run through a, a, a sea of legs and just sort of overrunning it and then give the ball away cheaply. And I think it's because, in general, they've become very bad at sort of creating and exploiting space just as a team. And that is one of the basic fundamental principles of the game. It is a simple game at its essence. And Arsenal seems to have lost any sort of flow or rhythm that just you know allows their passing game to actually work. It's so frustrating to and, watch. And it is frustrating, particularly on that, if you think, and you watch Arsenal closer than me, so I've got no reason to believe that that's not true. And if that is the case... They've got Ozil and Mkhitaryan, to, to, mm. to use the German parlance, Pete, they've got two round deuters in there already. Space invaders. <laughs> space investigators. Oh, space investigators. Yeah. So if they can't do it, you wonder who would better do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, not but, great. But, but that, is a, that is a fair point, because if, you know the, the movement off the ball was very poor. I mean, yeah. it, was just, it was worse than the England national team. They don't, none there. of them know what the other one's going to do. Yeah, well, so with, the, when you've got someone like Mesut Ozil in there, who can find space, who's, who's looking for players to find that space, is you just find a little bit of space yeah. and they'll thread it through. Now, I'm not saying Ozil's perfect or anything, but you, you wonder how long, realistically, he's going to stick around. Now, maybe he likes having a, a, a quite a nice... Who's this, sorry? Ozil. Well, he's signed, signed a deal. New yeah, that's what I mean. So, so maybe he likes having a, a nice kind of relaxed time under Wenger. I don't know. But I would have thought 
that a player like him would be so frustrated playing yeah. for Arsenal because I, I, you want players in front of you finding the space and so you can thread it through and they you make them look good, they make you look good. Well, the, the, the noise coming out of the dressing room in, in that sort of leaked report a little while ago was that Lauren Koscielny was, was basically in tears because his kids are asking him why Arsenal are so terrible. Yeah, and like, yeah. The, the squad are hurting. They're not just sort of picking up their, their paycheck and sort of like thinking, ah, it's all right, this is fine. Obviously, they're, they're, in, the, they're in the doldrums because Koscielny's been in the press today saying obviously confidence is, is at an all-time low. But I think... You know, so many um, sticks have been used to beat Arsenal within the past, which is that, you know, the manager's passed it, the players aren't working hard enough, the transfer policy doesn't work, the board don't care. And I think this season has been, it's been all of those factors have, have absolutely been the case. And this is, I mean, this is the worst Arsenal team I can I can remember since I've been watching them, since I and, remember you and, know, watching football, even pre Vanger. Well, they did, they did finish, I mean, 12th or 13th one year, I think it was under George well, that was, that, was, that was a long, long time ago, and I don't remember it clearly. Okay. The Erzul, the Erzul, uh, it's Jim's memory, Marcus. Yeah, Stay that's, out true, that's true. Um, <laughs> um, the Erzul, the assessment of the Erzul situation, as far as I understand it, is that he, he waited around trying to get a move. No one would take him for the wages he wanted, and then mm. asked him offered him as I, close to yeah, as close I, to I, I, I see that deal as being just a stepping stone to China. To be honest, I think it's just play at the top level for another couple of years or another year and a half, and then take, well, you think take, he's that take money the money big move. Well, nobody wanted him. What, what, <laughs> that's what's what, interesting, isn't it? If like if you would wonder who would come along and pay those wages for it. Well, no one. That's why he's there right. still, and 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 he's not been very good since he signed it. Uh, I wouldn't say he's not been very good. He's he's been one of the sort of the, the better players, but that's in in heavy. Uh, well, I don't think he's been marks. the problem. I think no, you certainly know, not. Check made you know not very good. Yeah, uh, he made a couple of errors. Mustafi's really, been Mustafi's a shadow of, of of who he was. It all points know. to the manager. The manager, can, of course. The, yeah, if you if you're showing out hundreds of millions of pounds for a squad of players um, the manager needs to get the best out of them and that's, well, that's what the problem always comes down to how many off the field wranglings or whatever you want to say did Aubameyang have at Borussia Dortmund especially towards the end he's still putting in performances he was still mm. scoring a few goals well to be fair to him he's, his goal was excellent yesterday and I think he only really had one other chance which mm. he took fairly well he's but just he not looked, getting a serve but his shoulders yeah, looked a great sunk as well for that, for, for that shot wasn't it really no, oh, no, I'm not. Again, not blaming him. It's this whole feeling around the club. But I, mean, I, I, I thought I thought Brighton were. I I think Brighton ha, uh, could have been a lot worse and still got the same result. To be honest, I thought yeah. they were really good. They stretched the play. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had a couple of chances where they were offside that I thought was it was marginal. Mm-hmm. To be honest, and I, and I thought they could have uh, possibly had another goal in there. Yeah, yeah well, they're up to ten, seven points clear of the relegation zone at the time of recording because, as I say, Palace haven't played. And, that, and that's United. an important thing to point out because Chris Hewton's done an absolutely fantastic job. I think they've lost three games at home in all competitions all season. And Chris Hewton is a manager who has a reputation as someone who's a bit hit and miss, who maybe isn't quite cut out for the top level um, and all the rest of it. And I don't know if I agree with that because if you look at his comparison, I know we've got a few games left and, 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 and the table is the way it is and it could go either way for them because of how com- competitive it is. Well, not competitive is down the bottom. Um, but but Brighton could feasibly finish in, I think, in about eighth. I mean, a, a very, very big push. If they carry on, they could finish seventh. Top half, certainly. Okay. And look at the comparison between that and the job Eddie Howe's done at Bournemouth. Mm. Eddie Howe and Bournemouth finished, what did they finished Ninth last season? Possibly. Yeah, so Brighton mm. are only ten, uh, one, one position below them. Mm. And people don't talk about Chris Hewton in, 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 in the same way they talk about Eddie Howe. Eddie Howe enjoys a fantastic it's reputation. A, it's, it's a second Brighton, time he's... Brighton are actually two points above. Oh, two teams above them. Yeah, I'm talking about yeah. Bournemouth finishing like last season. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. It's, it's, a sec- um, it's the second time he's brought a, a team into the Premier League and done all right with it. Like, he, I was dead against, uh, for obvious reasons, who came in after him, yeah. um, uh, him, him leaving at Newcastle because I thought he'd give uh, the fans some, some decent performances. So and, I, I, I'm interested in the comparison between the reputation they mm. both enjoy, even though Hewton's had more jobs 
and there's probably I'm not, I'm not denigrating what Eddie Howe's done but Chris Hewton's more experienced and had more jobs mm. and yet he doesn't enjoy anywhere near the reputation that, that, that Eddie Howe does maybe after this season uh, if they kick on maybe he will I'm thinking future England manager they're Possibly. like quiet men. Although he may, he may <laughs> prefer, don't kick up a fuss. He may, yeah, indeed, but he may prefer to manage Ireland, of course, which is yeah. the, the country he played for. Mm. Um, but yes, uh, uh, Arsenal have lost 10 league matches this season, though. One more than Burnley, the same as Leicester, and one less than Brighton themselves and Southampton. Yeah. Um, their trousers are off. <laughs> or their shirts are off. This, I don't know. The everything's off. <laughs> he's he's not dressed. Oh, Wenger, this it's, is well, not I think nice he's just saying. I think he's saying with Carvajal what's popular. <laughs> and he's went. I'll just say some batshit stuff and see how it goes. What do we think of Thierry Henry when uh, when when it was mentioned to him that uh, if the Arsenal job was offered in his direction, he said, "Well, I never back down from a challenge." Yeah, he also he he made it very clear that he would only consider it if it, if he was offered it or if the club wanted it. But he, you know, he, that's you know, reading between the lines. Well, I, think, said, I, I think I wouldn't say no if it came along. I think good for him, but certainly wouldn't back away from a challenge. Yeah, but I think Arsenal would be crazy to, to hire yeah. him. Yeah, that's the last mm. thing Arsenal need now. They need a really steady pair of hands. If indeed Wenger goes in the summer. I'd be amazed if he... I would genuinely still be surprised if he does because whenever he's asked about his future, he always says, I'll remind you that I always honour my contracts. It's like, that is not why people are asking this question. No. <laughs> They're not asking you if you're going to be leaving Arsenal in the yeah, I always honour my contracts. Yeah, you've been in charge of Arsenal for 20 years, mate. And also, as, we, as we mentioned a week or two ago, it, 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 it essentially belies a huge amount of arrogance from Wenger that it's always his decision. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I've had a contract at jobs before. doesn't mean I haven't been fired. Yeah, no, I, mean, I haven't been fired, but you could be fired at any time. No other club in the world operates like that. Now, I was watching the game yesterday and I just took some notes for the show, as, as I'm sure all of you do. And um, I've forgotten I'd written this, but I've written down, if I can just prove that Arsene Wenger is the Zodiac killer. Because um, I don't know <laughs> if there's really any other way of him, him no. leaving. There's no other no way, way of him going. That's very <laughs> true. Uh, Burnley finally got a win. They'd gone 12 games without one, but uh, but they've, they've got one. Uh, Enter Allardyce's Everton. Yes. To, to, to happily oblige. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need a win, do you? Yeah. Um, Burnley hadn't... Uh, they, they, they'd lost in all their previous 53 Premier League games after they'd gone behind. Yeah. Right. So again, doubly bad for Everton, really. <laughs> well, if you have a, if you if you if you take the lead against Burnley, you should be able to see that out. That yeah, statistic is saying. Stinker, aren't they? Yeah. But they're they're on forty points. <laughs> Burnley have done it. <laughs> and to be fair, they're going to win the league. I know they went a lot a lot of games without a win, but for for a club like Burnley, let, let's not forget. Um, let's let's not be you know often. Football fans and, and people in football can be uh, be a little bit uh, short or lacking mm. of memory. This is Burnley Football Club, yep. without being patronising. To get 40 points um, in March is, is, is and, great for them. And to be honest, the shit show that's happening at the bottom of the Premier League, it's nice to be out of it. To be honest. Oh, yeah. they're away. Nice yeah. to be away. It's, it's just, I, <laughs> I think they've just you. been watching that from a distance. <laughs> just, and just seven clubs all on the same slip and slide, just kind of falling over yeah. a game <laughs> of on the Everton, oily twister. On the Everton side, it's, it's almost like... Um, <clears throat> follows up to what we are talking about earlier with Carvey Allen and Swansea we all agreed at the time and I think it probably we'll never know now but we probably had a good chance of being okay at England under Allardyce I think that would have been a nice fit yep. for the type of manager he is however Everton is an absolute disaster I said at the start mm. I'll say it again now a systematic reduction of expectation Did you think uh, Allardyce would have been well up for the England job he was well up for the England job yeah. he was as, as well, pleased as punch I think, now I think, I think he's just kind of like pfft. Should I take another job? Well, that's know? it. The problem is he's still up for the England job. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That would, he saw that as his peak and he would probably mm. retire after that. And he's, he feels like that's been taken away from him. And obviously he's understandably upset about that. And this just feels like him going through the motions, doesn't yeah. it? Absolutely. Well, he, he said himself, you know, he said it's drifting. It's already drifting. It's been drifting for some considerable time. Yeah. We but could that last be drifting. drifting. <laughs> <laughs> Your drift were... Okay. Yeah. Um, I think... Mega with, mix. Yeah. You drive bunny, mate. 
any other drifties uh, are welcome. <laughs> Did you catch the drift there, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, when he says it's been drifting for some considerable time, again, it's a bit like Pardew. Oh, well, it was obviously like this before I came here yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's blah, your blah. job to fix it. You're hired on the Oscars <laughs> of fucking fixing it. Well, didn't Koeman get them a seventh place? Seventh yeah. place for, I mean, it's, mm. it's not been drifting for that long this I said, season. I, I said it a while back. It's, it's the most expensively assembled squad that Allardyce would have worked with and, pro- and probably the most talented as well. And for them to go and, and turn in performances like that Arsenal 5-1, which wasn't that long ago, um, and they were they were terrible against Watford. They didn't really show anything. They went on that four game streak where they lost it four games in a row, and they didn't win in seven. It's, it's like mm. Everton fans do deserve better than this. Mm. Yeah, they and really and do. And remember, Sam, Big Sam kind of um, strong armed them into giving him a slightly longer contract as well. Mm. Like he did, Two years he ago, yeah, yeah, he wasn't going to be given one until the end of the season. But I bet he literally was eighteen did that months. Right, like, arm wrestle me. <laughs> if I win, I get a longer contract. Now the darts, the <laughs> stats darts. Are, are unbelievable. They're twentieth in the league for shots, shots on target, chances created, and chances created from open play. And they're actually nineteenth for shots faced. So that just gives the impression of this big bogged down midfield, which <laughs> are pretty much you know that's what they're for. <laughs> to, to reason, doesn't it? That's what it looks like. Oh. Bodies, lots of bodies. Yeah. Spare a thought for Davy Clarkson. Mm. That's all I'm saying. Uh, right, we're going to talk about Manchester in Chelsea after this. You get all them nice big juicy worms hanging out of your mouth, just on the edge there. There's the man himself. Dirty yeah. boy. What a dirty boy. What a dirty Tre- boy with 40 points. Treats himself to a worm for every point mm. they got in the Premier League. <laughs> Spaghetti worms. Yeah. Worms and meatballs. Worm bolognese. Oh, but before we talk about uh, Manchester City versus Chelsea, let's go to the emails with PTD. Yeah, just a quick couple, to be honest, Marcus, because we have got an email special later on uh, this week, so look mm. out for that. Keith from Texas says, Hey, gents, not sure if you got up on this uh, on the Brit broadcast, but the US broadcast of the Liverpool Newcastle game delivered my highlight of the weekend. Uh, Peter Drury commented that Rafa was putting on no- another layer against the cold, wise man that he is. Cut to two shirtless Newcastle fans making V signs and shouting indiscriminately. <laughs> <laughs> Peter Drury then says, And those are Geordies. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Thank you, Keith from Texas. Also, uh, Chris in Auckland. Afternoon from New Zealand, lads. My highlight of the week has undoubtedly been Garth Crooks making VAR sound like an irrational cult. For over 100 years, the referee's opinion has been final. With the aid of technology, the FA and now FIFA, uh, from what I understand, are about to bow to science and an element of public pressure and spit on the game's roots and more sacrosanct tradition by introducing this technological evil. He said that. that what I say, you've oh. got the you got the cadence. Of, I got yeah. right in there. So yeah. I've, I've got a few things to say about yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> bow, bow to science. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to be officious. Yeah. The sacrosanct tradition by introducing this technological evil. Yeah, that's quite good. Yeah, that is quite good. You got to lean Auckland. forward. You got to lean forward in your chair more though, yeah. and hold your pen in between your fingers. I got for no reason. Just make funny noises. Someone sat next to you on the sofa's <laughs> got to start stopping trying to laugh. And, you, and, you, and you've got to look like you're going to explode at any moment. Trevor yeah. Sinclair's rolling his eyes. Going, fuck. <laughs> there he goes again. Come on, Garth. How does he keep getting this contract? <laughs> if you want to get into the show, short the footballramble.com is the way to do it. Lovely. And, and the football ramble shredder. Yeah. Our email. Our sometimes email special is out later in the week right so, yeah. so people who've got their emails on the shredder mm. is there are their emails of better quality than the ones on the main show or worse quality well, what I would how, say how is, did you rank them look at the title yeah okay, <laughs> right, okay, fair enough. look at the title of the show yeah, fair enough nice to have someone from Auckland mm. yeah, email always nice, nice. LA face with an Auckland booty I know straight after Chris Wood getting a winning goal in the Premier League that's why we included it <laughs> damn right damn right Manchester City it was a very comfortable 1-0 win against oh Chelsea. God, wasn't it? It's a strange one. It, was, it wasn't more, but, uh, but they became the first team since Opta Records began in 2003 to complete 
um, 900 or more passes in a Premier League match. I mean, that tells its own story, doesn't yeah. it? And I think most of those 900 passes were between, was it David Silva and Zinchenko down, yeah. that, <laughs> down that left side? Let's get the stats up. Let's get the stats yeah. up. <laughs> it, it genuinely felt like that at times, didn't it? Like when you're playing FIFA on that mode where you're one player and you've got to try and complete passes to get your objective. <laughs> yeah. it was like, there was a point where it almost looked like the game had glitched. And it was yeah. just two players sort of like knocking it back but between each other. Can, can I offer a potentially <laughs> contrarian viewpoint here? Just because I, I, I am surprised that it's not been mentioned somewhere else. So people shared that little clip of uh, Chelsea standing off City and letting yeah. them have the ball. And I'll be interested particularly what you think about this, Marcus, because we've discussed this before. Mm. Um, and I love passing. Well, people are using that as an, as an example of how Chelsea players have down tools and, mm. and aren't following Conte's instructions. Whereas I actually watched it thinking they're doing exactly what Conte's asked them to do. Mm, yeah. And they're following instructions to the letter because yeah. Conte's decided, rightly or wrongly, and I guess it possibly wrongly because they lost the game, Conte's decided if you push and press, mm. you might break their lines and you might break their rhythm, but there's a very, very good chance you're going to get battered here. Right. And you're going to get absolutely well, knackered while you're doing it. There was, a ch- there was actually a point where they very, very briefly did push up and immediately Edison set off a counterattack. Mm. But that, I mean, yeah. that is how vulnerable. So, do you understand you are. my point about absolutely? It, about it yeah. I mean, it looked like if you didn't perhaps understand how football worked, you would look at that and think maybe Conte had set up for them to lose one nil. You know what I mean? It very <laughs> much felt like once they went behind, they didn't change anything about their game plan at all. Eden Hazard barely touched the ball, and he came off saying, "You know, in a game like that, you feel like you've you've run, but not like you've played football." Yeah, Hazard right. was very critical of. Uh, yeah, of his Conte's comments were interesting. Yeah. Well, the thing is. If you're going to play like they did... You don't pick Hazard. Yeah, I thought they might go for, for Morata or, or Giroud. I mean, I know Giroud came on, didn't he? But, I mean, the game was, was lost by then. But but you're right. I, I think that when they went 1-0 down, maybe there was a kind of, ah, Manchester City might not push for that second goal. And if we just camp um, in our own box, very deep in our own half, then maybe we might be able to hit them on the break because they'll, you know, lull them into a full sense of security or whatever. I, I just think it was the lack of... Attacking intent from Chelsea. I, I, th- I think yeah. we're growing up, um, certainly uh, younger uh, consumers of football, just a bit surprised at Chelsea. Like Chelsea, one of the biggest teams in the world. Yeah, Why are they not having a goal? This is this is the. I, I think. I, I, what, just to follow up on what Marcus was saying, I think if you're going to play that way, mm. you have a, if you're going to have a pair of balls to to let your team do that in front of the world's TV cameras, yeah. then you play um, Giroud. Play, mm. Just play Giroud mm. and use him as an outball. Giroud's a good target man. Yeah. He, I mean, he's got his flaws, but he can hold the ball up well. Play him and don't play Hazard. But the way they played against Manchester United, and I know it's a different uh, proposition, but the way Willian and Hazard were breaking... Now, again, they're not going to get as much time and, 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 and much of the ball, but why would you play Hazard with probably... Well, maybe not his back to goal because he, I suppose the no, idea he needs is a ball. He needs to have the ball at feet. He, he needs to, to yeah, exactly, yeah. Whereas, whereas when you, you want Hazard getting the ball, the out ball from Drinkwater or whoever it is to to, to not just hoof it up the pitch because Manchester, Manchester City will deal with that all day long. You know, even a ball over the top in between the centre half and the keeper, Edison's there to clear. Yeah. They've they've got no shortcomings really, or too many. So I, yeah, I don't know why he did that. Um, but it was, I, I mean, they had twenty nine percent possession. I mean, the possession stats varied slightly but they were very low Chelsea's yeah. possession um, stats they failed to register a shot on target yeah. um, Gary Neville said they were embarrassing Jamie Redknapp said of Chelsea's defensive approach it was a crime against football that's strong yeah, that is, is strong. very and, strong but I think they have got to be consistent because they levelled a lot of criticism at Rafa Benitez's Newcastle United earlier in the season in yeah. the same sort of way I wonder if there's an underpinning of this is the fact that a lot of the vocal criticism about this will be because Chelsea fans don't really like there's a new moneyed kid on the block now and they're no longer 
what they were a few years ago. Mm. But they've lost four out of five in the last league. But generally speaking, so that's going to piss them off. Well, of it, course. But, but the other thing about it is that talking about, um, talking about playing Giroud instead of Hazard and the different way they could approach the game, uh, Mourinho at Chelsea in his first spell would have won that game 1-0. And they'd have played exactly the way Conte wanted to play, but yeah. they've done it a lot better. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I think it's weird. You, you look at it and think perhaps has Conte got an eye on on the game against Barcelona? Just doesn't. It's not for another week, though, is it? Well, quite even, even so, though, but it's that idea of absolutely knackering yourselves out. And also, does he really care? I mean, he's going to be gone in the summer, isn't he? We all know that. Does he care? He just maybe just doesn't want to get battered. <laughs> he should. He should care because they need. I mean, it's probably well, he, a minimum requirement for them these days to get in the top four and that's not I mean they're, they're out of the top four at the moment for them yeah but is it for him if he's not going to be there yeah I know what you mean I understand what he you're doing he should care now. but as Jim says does he really no. <laughs> and uh, that is a question that we can't but the, hazard, the hazard quote was, was fascinating yeah. yeah I mean we could have played on for three hours and I wouldn't have touched the ball it only went, got better at the end of the game I'll tell you what, I if, would like to go to Real Madrid <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, if, oh uh, has Conte's got the job there has he oh. <laughs> that's a shame alright Barcelona yeah. um, uh, Zinchenko could have been sent off yeah, he got. He was very lucky there. Do you think? He, oh, well, so you think he should have been sent? Um, well, it's one of those ones. Um, if that happened to a Manchester City player, he didn't connect as badly as you see. But it's that's not the point, is it? It's, mm. it's still a reckless and dangerous challenge. You, you certainly His see that. Can, can I just also say because I forgot to say this earlier that Kalasna should have walked as well against Brighton. Yes, yeah, that yeah. was. Um, that's where you wonder if he is half trained. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought the Zinchenko thing was unfortunate. I wasn't. I wasn't. It's absolutely screwing that he didn't get a red for that. I understand. Mm. I understand the yellow personally. Mm. Um, Bernardo Silva didn't feature too much earlier on in the season, but has done as the season's gone on. But there's a man who's uh, influencing games and obviously got mm. a crucial goal there, the only goal. Uh, quite an unorthodox finish, but pleasing though. I think uh, was it a shinner? It, it was a shinner. Yeah, yeah, but it's it was, so lovely, isn't it? At Manchester City, they're such a talented player, such a great <laughs> yeah. score, and they win the game by a shinner. I'll tell you what, oh, I loved it? about it is it, when when the when the attacks coming down the other flank. That is a dictionary definition of what you do when you're playing on the opposite flank. Mm. Arrive late, yep. come flying in. Yep. You know, nine times out of ten, you're not going to get the get ball. something on it. Yeah, yeah, but you do. It's fantastic, and, and he's started off being picked when a player was out injured didn't he Yeah, he, he, he wasn't in the first 11 with those front six but when a player was injured or suspended or not available he would slot in there and he's, he's almost just forced his way he's isn't waited he? yeah. Yeah. Well, and he's struck you wonder because it did seem a little bit strange that Bernardo Silva wasn't starting many games at the start of the season perhaps this was Guardiola's plan all along to just have one of those attacking options Possibly. sort of I think his plan it later it. to freshen it all up I think his plan was just they got loads of other really good yeah. players <laughs> and let's get some more whenever and we can and we could only play 11 but, so. I, but I think he might be onto something there I mean Sterling was blisteringly good and, and has been all season really but especially at the start of the season he was almost like their main man Yeah. now he's taken a step back for you know maybe one or two reasons but but Guardiola can have the luxury of, of rotating the squad of making everybody feel kind of included that team spirit that you foster if you have that team spirit but that team spirit lives in the tension of people fighting for places and he seems to have nailed that and if you can nail that, then you're away. Doesn't matter what, what which you know, um, how good your team is, and so on. That is such a, a big plus. Speaking of like weird finishes, I thought Aubameyang's um, kind of really kind of relaxed, kind of stroking into the back of the net it was yeah. quite cool. It's yeah, like, it was yeah, great. I just suppose I'll put that in. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> He's really pleased with the body language we use. Then I guess I'll have to score like this. He also looked really pleased with himself, which is yeah. fair enough because he scored. Yeah, but it's a bit like get the ball, get yeah. the ball, mate. Yeah. Well, he yeah. probably thought, oh, we'll get back into this now, and everyone yeah. else was like, no, you haven't been here. We don't do it like that, mate. What you think this is Arsenal 2013? Chance with Arsenal, <laughs> yeah. we've moved on. We're at Manchester City. Uh, David David Silva was in very good form again, and it's so funny with David Silva because uh, you could almost not forget him, of course, because he's one of the best players in the league and has been for for a fair few years now. But at the age of thirty two, he still looks as yeah. good as ever. Well, this is it, isn't it? I was I was talking about this at the weekend when I was watching the game. The thing with City now, you know, is players coming into that team. 
you, you look at the players that that scored in the League Cup final. You know, Aguero, um, yeah. David Silva, Vincent Company. Obviously, you've got Yaya Toure still there as well, and that that shows Yaya. this is a club that can win stuff. Because when those players arrived, that was like Micah Richards and Sean yeah. Mike Phillips. You know what I mean? Like you, you turn up in an environment like that, uh-huh. and you know you're one of the big boys now. And City have done that very quickly. Has Yaya Toure been as influential this season as David Silva? Perhaps not this it's season. It's a farewell Marcus. tour. It is a farewell <laughs> tour. Indeed, yeah. Sit on the bench having a lovely time. But with Silva, though, it wouldn't have been ridiculous to think that he might have moved on um, maybe a couple of seasons ago when Man City were, I don't know about tra- transitional period, but they were, they were probably just waiting around for Guardiola to, to show well, people up. People said the same about Aguero, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they did, yeah, but my goodness, you know. He's, he's hung around and good I mean, for he's him. A, he's a Premier League great, yeah. Um, we, we didn't talk about Santi Cazola and uh, David Silva having a little hug. That, very well, it's, it, it, it involves David Silva, so now's your chance. Yeah, go on, Pete. David Silva had a hug with Santi Cazola. Did oh. you enjoy it? Very much so. It was oh. beautiful. Move I had on. a bit of a hangover and I felt a bit sad. <laughs> a bit weep- <laughs> did you get a bit weepy? I get a bit weepy. Yeah. Were you looking at the screen going, I love you guys? Conte on on a story was quite a lovely That was very sad. Obviously, an incredibly strange situation for, for any club to have to deal with, but yeah. obviously Conte worked with him uh, for the national team as well. That's yeah, I think, right, we'll, yeah. I think we'll cover a bit of him on, on, on the, the continent. continent on Wednesday. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah, very but, sad, tragic. But, but, but worth a mention, definitely. Um, Manchester City need four more league wins to be champions. Their next prem matches are Stoke away, Everton away, Manchester United at home, and then Spurs at Wembley. They could win it at Wembley. Oy, oy. Nice. That would be lovely, would wouldn't be it? Will they make 100? Will they make... Well, I'd imagine they would. Um, but of course, if results go their way, they could win it against Manchester United at home. Oh, could you imagine take it. it. At <laughs> the take swamp. It. Mourinho would have at to... At Old Trafford or at... Um, no, I'd City, say, yeah, City. City. They won. Oh, that'd be lovely, wouldn't it? Mourinho would have to bring out a range of cookbooks to <laughs> distract you. Yeah. saying, I've, I've lopped off an arm. This might be a nice time to launch my acting career <laughs> with my good friend, Bruce Willis. Hello, I'm Justin Mourinho. I've wet myself. Talk about that. <laughs> yeah. no, he'd be mixed with uh, Depardieu, wouldn't he? Yeah. Depardieu. <laughs> Well, I thought you meant Depardieu. Depardieu, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alan, Alan Depardieu. Alan Depardieu. Uh, Mourinho's going to be on uh, Russian, Russia, Russia Today. Yeah. yeah. He's signed up. There, there we go. He's signed up. Excellent. Good. Match made in heaven. Uh, let's move on to the championship. After losing five league matches in a row, Birmingham City have sacked poor old Steve Cottrell. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Who could have seen this coming five months ago when he was appointed? Oh, everyone. Everyone all over the world who's ever been on nodding terms with a fucking shoot five football in their back garden. That's who? Everyone. The answer is everyone, Marcus. Remind, remind me why you dislike Cottrell so much. He's rubbish. He's absolutely rubbish. <laughs> What do you think of him as a man? It was fantastic. <laughs> on, it was fan- I don't know him, but it was, I actually fan- met him. He seemed like a nice. Fantastic on Five Live after the game, when someone asked him a fairly innocent question, which was an innocent as far as um, this is the game we're in, right? Yeah. This, you're a manager. Yeah. You're not winning the games. It's perfectly reasonable for a reporter to ask you a question about your job because yeah. you're terrible at it. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and the and the um, interviewer asked him. I, I don't know who it was, and he went absolutely crazy Did saying it, it, saying that. Um, Oh, if you think that watching that game that my players aren't playing for me, you're in a dream world, all this other stuff. Do the accent. Sacked in about an hour. <laughs> he sacked about an hour after that. He went, if you think my... No, I can't do it. I can't do it. If you think we're losing games, you're right for fun. That's good. That's good. That's better than me. Yeah. It's basically Ian Holloway. Yeah. Just do that. Since they, since Birmingham got rid of Gary Rowett, they've been an absolute <laughs> night... A, a, an endless nightmare. I'm, that's pleased you, hasn't it? It's pleased me that he's out of a job because a Birmingham are a proud club that deserve better, but they, they need to learn their lesson. If you are going to sack Gary Rowett yeah. for essentially 
uh, a name manager who can't manage, and then compound the error by um, by hiring uh, Harry Redknapp, who's completely shot to bits. And up, then when he up. and when he goes hiring his useless assistant. What do you expect to if get? If you're you going to make me put money down, uh, 50 quid to, for Lee Clark to go to Birmingham as the manager, and then him not go to Birmingham as the manager, mm. the curse of Donaldson. That's all I'm saying. Is that what right? it is? So yeah. you're responsible for it. I'm so responsible how, for so it. How does this work? So we've got Redknapp, and then, then Steve Cotter. Is Kevin Bond up next? <laughs> Can we see Joe uh, yes. Jordan? Bondy's agreed to give Gary Monk a lift to work. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, of course, Gary Monk has replaced him, which uh, looks better. If you're a Birmingham City fan, you'd think, yeah, better. Better. Much better. But yeah, they're currently in the bottom three, the lowest scoring side in the Division with 23 goals in 35 league games. Oh, not oh, clear. Oh. The thing that frustrates me about it, about to lay, want to labour a point, is that how many rocks exactly must you have in your head to hire Steve Cottrell? It's either supreme arrogance that you've not spoken to anyone else or taken any sort of advice or not worked with him before or looked at what he actually does, or you think, oh, I'm the man, I, I reckon, I really believe him, he can really turn it around. He's just been really unlucky. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. I understand he's had spells here and there where he's done okay, but it's never lasted that long, and he's just not very good. If he, uh, if he goes to West Brom, he won't even have to move. Could happen. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Get him in. Get him in. Everybody Although, thinks they can turn Balotelli round. Everyone thinks that's they can the right. Turn... That's the thing, isn't it? That's what underpins everything. <laughs> Everyone you know, thinks it's arrogance. Can he made... Gary Monk turn Birmingham City around? And <laughs> I, I will admit that a lot of my ire for him comes from um, when he let Matt Ritchie leave Portsmouth. Yeah, right. And said he's no better than what we've already got. Yeah. And he's now playing starting in the Premier League. That's yeah. what's and that's why there you go. Oh, but he is a shit manager as There's well. There's the vendetta. Yeah. <laughs> <It's not> a, <laughs> oh, it sounds a lot like a vendetta. It's not a vendetta if it's true. You hate Steve Cottrell. <laughs> <laughs> you hate Cottrell. Pete hates um no, but Marcus. Everyone. Uh, Marcus. Cahill, the, Marcus. <laughs> if Steve Cottrell was doing the job that Pochettino's now doing at Spurs, yeah. you would then be able to say, well, you just got a vendetta against him, and that'd be fair enough. But he is terrible. Yeah, yeah, he's terrible. You say he's terrible, and that also anyway, goes alongside with your vendor. We've got him next week on the Ramble Meet. So. <laughs> Ramble Meet. Yeah. He'll be tied to a chair <laughs> and asked to explain himself. I don't think Jim doesn't have a vendor. Pete, as I say, you um, you hate uh, Tim Cahill. Tim Cahill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, you, oh, you, yeah, Carlos Tevez is your one. I don't yeah. like Tevez. And I, I never liked Neil Shipperley and I never understood why. <laughs> Have oh. Worry yourself about that. Well, I mean, because I'll tell you what: if you if you want more than one, I've got loads. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's if you special, if you're talking about former beefy Southampton strikers, James Beattie will be in Monk's backroom staff. So there you are. Well, there you there go. There you are. Um, Fulham. Let's talk about the joint high scorers in the division, shall we? Mm. With with Wolves, of course, in the championship. Um, they're, they're flying Mitrovic with another goal. Move Come on! on. Move on. Yeah. A few people yeah. on Twitter sort of saying that uh, that we were always having a laugh at Mitrovic. No. One, per- one person wasn't having a laugh at Mitrovic. Yeah. No, no, we one were having person... a laugh at that person saying he was the new Alan Shearer. <laughs> yeah. One person was very much besotted by Mr Mitrovic. I, I, I've always seen him as a good player, but just a bit unpredictable. Pete, you're the one who embarrassed yourself about him. I think he he's... Destined for good things. Pete said he's a right raggy bastard. Yeah. He's and a right that, raggy bastard. And that's what and we all agree with. But he'll probably score 15 in the league, in the Premier League next <laughs> season with Fulham, I expect. Indeed, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Ryan Sessegnon got Fulham's will. What a player. Mm. Get him on that, Jack. No, stop this. So Don't Yukanovic. walk him. Don't walk on him. Yukanovic is saying this. And you're adding to it. Well, I'm just echoing the thoughts of uh, the, um, the, the magnificent man who's uh, on his way to taking Fulham back Here to the Premier League. a lot of echoes at Fulham. Um, Patrick Bamford. Bammers. Let's talk about him. When did he get a chance in the Premier League? Well, <laughs> scored a hat-trick for, uh, for Middlesbrough on the weekend. 3-0 win against Leeds. I love this. <laughs> Some players are just so suited to a specific um, place, a specific <laughs> yeah. club. And, and if they're young, it sort of disguises that. Yes. Perhaps like the Nuge. 
Maybe, maybe he's an example of that. He's well, the, um, uh, Patrick Bamford is a new Darren Huckabee. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. New, Darren Huckabee, the most expensive. Was it the most. Uh, remember they did that US kind of um, feature on Darren Oh, it's called the greatest goal. goal yeah. According to the internet, it's called the greatest goal of all time. <laughs> For Norwich. Yeah. yeah. yeah one of. Um, but yeah, Bamford, I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with banging in the goals in the championship. My no, goodness. Absolutely not. Yeah, well done. Six goals in three games for Bamford. Him and uh, Adama Traore linking very well. Lovely. Indeed. Oh, hang on. Before we go to a break, let me just say we've got a Sol Campbell update. Nice. Mm, stay tuned. Let's have that break. Was that a tease? Was that a tease <laughs> across the break, Marcus? <laughs> wow. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot forward slash ramble. I also smoke uh, exhaust pipes. No doubt. Yeah, Sol Campbell update then. He's waiting to hear back from Grimsby Town. This is when, of course, last, I think last week we spoke about this. Grimsby uh, said that, um, the Grimsby said that, uh, that they hadn't heard from Sol Campbell. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So, 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 they tried, they, so Campbell got a bit ahead of himself, chipped off. <laughs> yeah. Grimsby went, all right, we'll get involved. Mm-hmm. And Campbell went, oh, yeah, all right. It was like a massive game of management, <laughs> <Yeah>. management chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. now it's gone. And who's, who's blinked first? His soul. Yeah. I'm very surprised to hear that. Yeah, Sol yeah, Campbell indeed, yeah. has bought his fax machine. Yeah. And so if anyone wants to even, you know, send a fax no, to Sol Campbell's gone to, fax machine. He's gone to, um, no, he's gone to Arsenal. Arsenal, you borrowed theirs for a couple of days. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm... But I'm Sol Campbell's fax machine, yeah, says indeed. the fax yeah, machine. You've got to put some paper in it. But I'm Sol Campbell, you've still got to put some paper in it. <laughs> Do you know how to work this? I'm one of the greatest minds in football. Yeah. <laughs> it's not do you know how to work it. Yeah. You don't talk through a fax machine, yeah. Sol. Um, well, that update was, uh, was, was very important, so we yes. needed to get that out. But uh, before we go on, the preview show sponsored by Bet365 will be out on Thursday. How did our better get on, Luke? Let's just say I would not like to be in the Rodden household at the moment. Oh, because yeah. dad of Tom Rodden, Mark Rodden... Uh, failed where his son 
also failed. <laughs> Sins of the fathers. Yeah, the things apple are, never falls far from the tree. The things are rodden in the state of... They are. Rodden. The, the rodden. <laughs> Hugely difficult times over uh, over at the Rodden household. Um, I heard, though, on the grapevine, possibly on Twitter, there's another brother, though. So right. maybe... He could step up on well, Friday. Mark, yeah. Mark Rodden said his dad, presumably the Rodden granddad, is yeah. getting his bet ready. And I, I hope that's real. <laughs> That'd be brilliant. That'd be amazing. In my mind already, he looks like the crazed granddad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cannibal Lee, yeah. Bramble favourite. Google it. You so, will not be disappointed. Check out on Friday uh, for another better because our best bet of Bet365 fell by the wayside because the Rodden family are cursed. Yeah. The downtrodden Maybe Rodden get involved. Mm. Maybe Mum can yeah, get, get involved. Yeah, get involved, Mum. Absolutely. Um, back uh, to former England players plying their trade in Manchester or at least trying one of Seoul's former teammates David James current boss of Indian Super League side Kerala Blasters Seoul should get himself out there lovely, mm. lovely part of the world Steve Cotter should get himself out there <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah among their rank among the, the Blasters ranks they have three former Manchester United players Wes Brown uh, what's so funny about that? Champions League I know winner. what you're going to say next because I was thinking it's a bit of a stretch calling him a Man United player Paul Rachubka yeah he's played one game didn't he or something <laughs> former, yeah. former Man United player mate. He, also, he also played for just about every team in the football league yeah, yeah he's had a real career he's probably played more than one game but I think he only ever played one league game but yeah. he's, he's he's had an amazing career the thing is and, and I, I don't mean to sound snobby at all because if I'm being completely honest if I was a footballer at a professional level but I wasn't mm. amazing yeah why wouldn't you have that sort of career of course, where you go yeah, experience yeah, yeah, lots of different things? I'm, I'm, not, I'm not denigrating no, that no, at no, all. No, just calm down with your vendettas. Yeah. <laughs> Rachubka. What, what a target that would be. Yeah. Um, Do you know what? I really hate Paul Rachubka. Yeah. No one hates Paul Rachubka. <laughs> as fair as Neil Shipperley. Yeah, true. Mm. Uh, and Dimitar Berbatov. Oh, he there plays for Dimitar. Well, now, he's a proper player. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Posted on Instagram, slagging off the manager. <laughs> proper, proper player proper Definite. player um, fag in his mouth the, the, the hashtags included um, and this was obviously about David James worst wannabe coach ever it's the wannabe in there yeah. can, I, can I get some detail has he done that in Bulgaria and hope no one would notice no it's in English oh no, good in English. Good. <laughs> um, worst tactical advice and then this one's particularly good chip the ball to the striker's chest and we take it from there slash WTF slash who plays like this? Not you, it's, Dimitar. My, my no. favourite thing about this is the ages of the respective men involved. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can yeah. imagine this is if, like it's like some 21-year-old kicking off on Instagram. Yeah. Dimitar Berbatov should know better than that. Well, he takes did, it seriously. Didn't he write it in like kind of colourful letters on his own face? Yeah. Like as he was driving out of uh, the training for the last time, effectively. No, was, he, was, it Do- was it Doha Airport? He was on his way home. He was on his way home, yeah. It was just some kind of picture. And it was just it made me laugh that like, he biffed off uh, David James on, in word but art form. He's clearly not going back there. <laughs> now, David James, the, the, um, the Blasters got James in, I think, uh, a couple of months ago. Right. He, he was there for a while as player manager, wasn't he, a few mm. years ago? And yeah. He, and he, and but he, he signed like a three and a half year deal with him. Yeah, didn't he go and play in Iceland for a bit for Herman Horidas? And mm. I think he yeah, did. He was right. in Iceland for yeah. a bit. Yeah, 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 yeah. it was all over the place. So, it's been, a, been yeah. a great week for former players kicking off. And one <laughs> thing we missed in the Sol Campbell thing, um, it, he, he went on a big spiel about how ready he is to take a, take a job. And within that, he said that he's willing to be humble. Yeah. Willing to I, be humble. He was a try, humble. In theory, at some point in the future, I could entertain the idea of showing some humility. I could see how it was possible. <laughs> oh. I'm not doing it at the moment. I'll give though. it a go if it's if it helps. Just if it's Be- what I need. Didn't Bellas turn down the Oxford United? Job? Craig Bellamy did. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't willing to be humble. I think. No. Yeah. I think the, the, the chairman like dilly dallied or something like that. And he was like, "No, if you don't really, really want me." 
That's what the uh, Scottish Football Association did with Walter Smith. Yeah, you see. There you go. That's what, what happens Lamar did. <laughs> <laughs> what, with, the, with Walter Smith? <laughs> Kendrick Lamar and Walter Smith. What together game. at last. What a, what a combo. And now it's time, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, for Going win, for Gold. I thought I was going to be at a time that perfectly, but it didn't work. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, let's go for it. Uh, this comes from Jack McFarlane in Hither Green. A lovely part of... The UK slash London. Hither Green? I Hither feel like Green. I should know where that is. Yeah, it's the end it's of London. the line before you get to Bromley North or South, something like that. Uh, Around that kind of way. One for everybody Where you got UK. to change from Bromley to South? Hey. You, look, you were slagging off the rest of the UK. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I was not. He was off air, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the right, I'll go. Uh, right, let's go for it. Thank you, uh, Jack McFarlane in Hither Green. Uh, I was born on the 20th of December, 1978. Stop. I'll just have a go at David Beckham. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. No. No, okay. Uh, Sometimes I like to hide him in plain sight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Stop. James Beatty. No. I made my career debut in 1995 for Racing FC. My last club was AEL, re- retiring in uh, 2011. Racing. Racing. Argentinian, though? Was it spe- oh, oh yeah. it, might be, it might be Racing, yeah. Uh, well, could be that's the problem with clubs like that. They've got like 10 yeah, copies yeah. in like... Stop. Foreigners, mate. You can't trust them. Stop. <laughs> Pablo Aymar. I thought you were saying Luke stop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Luke stop before he throws off air. No, no, it wasn't wasn't uh, Pablo Aymar. Oh, uh, it's nice to hear him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Always, always. Max is good for throwing in a, a name we haven't heard for a while. Yeah. Nice. Mm. I stop. Like it. Ariel Ortega. <laughs> no. Stop. Incorrect. H from Step. <laughs> I won. <laughs> Guys Mendieta. Incorrect, no. Uh, I won a gold medal at the two thousand Olympics. So that was Argentina, wasn't it? I think it might have been. Yeah. I think that's Argentina. Okay. Okay. Stop. Gabriel Batistuta. Incorrect. Stop. Gabriel Heinzer. Incorrect. Oh, that's nice. In between then, I played for a host of clubs, including in Newcastle, Chelsea, and Middlesbrough. Ooh. Oh. Mm. Ooh, daddy. Ooh, daddy. Stop. Do. Is it Christian Basidas? No, I didn't post no it's not. No. Well, again, enjoy what his name. Yeah. Stop. Hernan Crespo? Incorrect. Newcastle? No. <laughs> I focused I'll take him now. Yeah, yeah, he'd, he'd get in the team now. <laughs> um, I collected two Champions League medals and four league titles. Come on, Marcus. That's your neck of the woods, that. What do you mean my neck of the woods? Football royalty? <laughs> <laughs> was he, uh, Pete, was he featured in one of the worst Champions League winners ever in the in the <laughs> You can't ask questions yeah, of probably. going for gold. Gold. So hang on, so, uh, Newcastle, Middlesbrough. And Chelsea. And Chelsea. Oh, you should get it from that. Yeah, I, I mean, I would. I am not Andy Sinton. <laughs> <laughs> Chalk him off. Is that a clue? <laughs> Chalk him off then. During an interview, Mourinho said about me in my team, I love to have this player on the bench because he's a low profile player who's ready to help, ready for fight to fight for the team, ready to do the job I want him to do. If I want him to play at right back, this? he can play at right back. If I need him to play at right winger, <laughs> he can play at right winger. If I need him to pick up a man and mark him out the game, he does it. I, I should know this is. Yeah, this is. This is, this is poor. Is it definitely Argentina? I don't know. Maybe not. He plays for all these clubs, though. Final clue. Stop. I think Jeremy. Have... Uh, it's Jeremy! Well done. well done. It's Jeremy. The final yeah. clue was Pearl Jam famously didn't write a song about me. Oh, that would have got it from there, yeah. <laughs> um, wow, so... Jeremy spoke it. So 2000, we must have been when Cameroon won the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. yeah. Wow, well, that Bang. there in the end. Well played, Jimmy. Well, well so, sort of. When you, when you, had when no you, faith in it. When yeah. you stick out racing and then Olympic medals, you yeah. start to think Argentina straight it's away. It's all over the place, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well oh, done, well. Uh, Jack. Jack McFarlane. Cheers, Jack. That was a good one. Yeah, that, that was a really good one. Well done, Jack. I hope well Hither Green is lovely and now snow-free. Jim's on a hat-trick now. Are you, Jim? 
Right, he so. must be absolutely delighted. You see your smile and beaming. Absolutely yeah. delighted. Well, there we are, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure we're all delighted that this is over. Um, <laughs> thank you very much for listening to the Football Round. Well, of course, the preview show will be out on Thursday. Say goodbye, Luke. Uh, goodbye. Say goodbye, Jimmy. Bye. Say goodbye, Petey. See you later, everyone. Bye from me. Bye. <laughs>